Okay, so basically, um, I can't do this without <laughs> our guy, Mike. <laughs> DJ Mike Good. Shout out to my guy. But uh, we're back at it again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Foodie and the Beats, the podcast. Foodie and the Beats. You see how easy that was? I've been waiting on the intro for, for three weeks, and she just made one right there. <laughs> see that? I am your favorite funny man comedian, Coop City, um, and... I'm happy as hell to be here today, but I'm not by myself. I'm here with my beautiful, wonderful, talented co-host. It's your girl, Raina, luxury chef and singer, songwriter from the D. You know how we get... <laughs> she's, she's, clear, she's, been, she's been a complete asshole, guys. She's been an asshole because we've, I've been getting on her about her intros. And like it will, she would literally be like, "Hey, yeah, it's yeah, Raina. It's Raina." I'm so whack with it. Hey guys, like, hey guys, it's yeah. Raina. It's you, you supposed to know. Like, no, talk know. your shit. This is your platform. <laughs> this is where you talk your shit, man. So this is our second episode. Um, we did shoot a pilot. We did uh, record a pilot episode. Um, but this is our second episode. But this is a very special episode because we have our first in studio guest. So special. Oh, so special. One? Yes. So we, we in studio guest. We got our my guy who's actually from our hometown, three one three Detroit. What up, though? What up, though? Um, my guy, uh, my former teammate, um, a nigga who used to get on my fucking nerves. I actually hated him when I first met him. Uh, he just talked so much shit. But he's my man's pots and pans. My guy, singer songwriter, R and B, TJ Upshaw. Bring bring R and B back. Ain't that it? Make R&B great again. Make R&B great again. Yeah, yeah. There we go. But my guy's in the building. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Man, I I cannot complain, bro. Thank you for coming. I really Thanks appreciate you. Me, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. For sure, for sure. Appreciate it, bro. I know you got tons of stuff going on right now, uh, but right now you're in, you're in L.A. for your tour, right? Yeah, yeah. The 98th tour with um, me, Adrian Marcel. Okay. So. Cool, 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 cool. So, um how long have you guys been on tour like you guys you guys like this is like one of your last days right we got three more days left okay um, it started in the 27th of january oh wow oh, okay yeah. so you you've been hustling and moving on these on these tour dates man yeah just you know <laughs> how's it going for you do you <laughs> like it, it? Like, I, I love it i yeah. love it it's like yeah. something that i've been like forever asking for so not Do you feel like you've learned a lot from it? Is it yes. something? Yeah. Yes. Yes. What, yes. Yes. What are two things you learned from tour? Um, I learned how to crowd, more crowd control. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's important. And I learned that you always don't have to take your shirt off <laughs> with this R and B shit. You don't always have to take your shirt off. Well, I, I, I've been to a couple of your shows, and yeah. you for sure didn't yeah. took the shirt off. But now you like okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Do you dance and do the? Mm, <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, we just we okay, we on okay. some straight vibes. All right, straight, straight vibes. vibes. I like that. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah. What, what's next for you? Um, dropping an album at the end of March. So, okay. 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 Well, we looking forward to it. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be another heater. Yeah. Another heater, so. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> so we are we definitely gonna play some of your music uh sometime during today's episode, but I I do want to ask. When you are in the studio and you're creating, like, what's your what's your normal process? Like, do you have to have like certain snacks there? Mm -hmm. You gotta have uh, gotta certain certain uh, <laughs> medicinal things there. Like, what's your like what's your go to like routine? Um, so like for this whole album, I've been like in a straight organic mode. So I have an organic energy drink that I drink. Okay. And, um, 
What is have, it called? It's called Urban Mate, uh, Yaka Urban Mate. Oh yeah, so they have like the mint flavor and the yeah, the blue one is my favorite. Yeah, I like I like that one. Too, I've, yeah. I've I've seen you with those. I've seen you yeah. with those because at first you used to be guzzling down them Red Bulls, and I'm telling you, like nigga, you don't need wings that bad. You put yeah. you better put that Red Bull yeah. down. Yeah. But now you on the, it's super organic. I remember you um you showed me I like grabbed one of the cans mm-hmm. whatever we were at the house. And I'm like, nigga, you don't need to be drinking this shit. And I'm looking at it. Look, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. for bad shit in it, yeah, and it's, it's all, all organic. organic, like yeah. nigga, organic beet juice, organic yeah. lettuce. I'm like, damn, like <laughs> maybe I can start drinking these. And it, does it actually give you energy to make you jittery um, or anything? Or? It kind of don't make me jittery. It it makes me focus. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, okay. I can I can drink one of those and you know smoke a L and be. Two songs, three songs in, mm-hmm. in like three hours. Oh wow! I know R and B. That's good. Like you know, know, that's really good. You rap know? like it's you know, it's a whole different thing. But R and B like three songs and well, when you when, you when you rapping, you gotta have a full uh, uh, drug cocktail to yeah, <laughs> to come up with the bullshit these niggas be talking about. Yeah, nigga. you got I don't know what the fuck they, some of the shit they be coming over. You have to be like high off your ass, like gotcha. a different type of high. So that's that's dope as hell. Like so, when when you're recording, um, is it just you in the studio? You and your 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 mixer, um, or what's the, what's the 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 proper vernacular? Because I'm a comedy nigga, so I don't know all this shit. Your produ- would it be the producer, engineer. the engineer? Like, so is that just y'all two, or do you you got to have a host of people in there? Like, what's your what's your vibe? Well, this this album, that's why I said like it's, it was a different album for me, um, or a different project, I should say. It's my first album, so I really didn't want to get. I wanted it to be my vibe, so I didn't have an engineer or a producer with me. You know, like I had people who who make beats. I had them submit the beats, and I pick from them, and I know how to record myself and okay. mix and all that. So it's like I just sent it out to get mastered, you know. So it was kind of like a self reflection type of project. You know okay, like I really wanted to like tap into TJ, so or Upshaw, I should say. Well, that's a great way to go about it. Yeah, that's a great yeah, way to go about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, that's, I mean that's dope. I, I like that you know what you wanted and how you wanted it, and, and you put it into play. Like yeah. this is what I want, and this is how I need it to go. And you don't let other people, outside people influence you. So that's that's that's, that's super dope. Now, for me, I feel like R and B is it's not just the music though. When you in when you are an R and B, especially when you when you a dude, when you an R and B nigga, you got to go R and B nigga like. Th- the whole like whole way so like what what do you where do you get your inspirations from like your outfits and and your your, your I, so no i, I need not because i'm not really a clothes guy that's that's not my that's not my okay. thing but no you be coming up with some 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 pretty some some dope shit some shit i, I wouldn't wear but like the shit did like because i can't pull it off i'm not you know yeah. what i'm saying i ain't cold enough for it but like if some shit you be having on i'd be like damn nigga that's a cold ass blouse i would wear that like yeah. it's, you know what i'm saying like so how do you come up with this shit um, it's just finding dope shit, bro. Like it's kind of my phone. The way it works, it seems like it knows when I'm looking for something dope, and it come across my sh- <laughs> my timeline. You know okay. So, like, I mean, I'm just that type of person where, like, you know where we come from, and you notice the, you know, the norm, the normal Detroit urban wear you yeah. know, like, and I'm not that type of person if I'm walking mm-hmm. a place I want to be looking stand out, yeah. feel good, but but, gonna, but yeah. still chilling. like you know he ain't doing too much yeah, he's looking yeah. smooth as hell okay and that's the way I am 
Okay, That's cool. How I find most of my stuff though. I feel like I dress like an off-duty substitute teacher. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like the kids think I, I do. the kids think I dress sweet as hell, but the dogs be like, "What does this nigga got on?" You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just some subtle shit. But I, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. So, um. You got the album that's, that's coming out. When did you say you want to drop that? Uh, at the end of March. End of March. Oh, okay. Oh, so th- this week. this month. Yeah. This month. Like, do you have like a a marketing like strategy that you gonna that you gonna do this different this like for um, this album or well, you? Gonna... I got. I signed to a whole new um a whole independent new, yeah label. A, a okay. label. Okay. Um, they have the whole layout of everything. So. Okay. Yeah, so they got a nice rollout. They for have, you. they have everything. That's dope. You got everything submitted. Like you got everything uh, turned every, in. Or you kind of right. like TJ. T- that's one thing about <laughs> everybody know about TJ is his business always. Yeah. Care of. Yeah, like, that's fire. So do you have a lot of producers on this? Like, um, is it more so? Like, do you find one producer or like two, three producers that you like kind of like to just vibe with, or do you like okay, I'm gonna submit, 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 and I'll pick. You know, um, like how do you go about that? Process? I do. Um, well, recently, or in the, in the past, Brandon Rico, he's from Detroit, too. Okay, shout out, Brandon um, Rico. Yeah, Brandon Rico, that's my guy. Uh, he helped me create my sound. Okay. So now that I'm a, like, I have an established catalog, mm-hmm. more people send stuff that they already kind of go with what I got. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of easier to pick from. That's dope. But I had I'm trust me I went through the stage of the 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 beats that was mm-hmm. you know. so you've been in the game for a minute like how long you been doing um, music I've been for? doing music like for life but like for real for real mm-hmm. for like five years five okay. six years so, okay yeah it's just, okay. you know it's a it's a it's a grind you know well, and it don't stop. So. I well, I can definitely attest to that. Obviously, yeah. I'm not in the music industry, but I, I'm, I'm a creative, so I mm-hmm. understand. Like, I didn't know what the word grind meant until I moved to LA, and it's literally taking a hundred thousand small yeah. steps just, for that one big just, one. Just, just for the one big one. Yeah. So I, I definitely understand that. Yeah. How long does it did it take you to complete a full project? Like, I mean, I'm guessing you got anywhere between eight to ten songs. Um. um this album has ten. This okay. ten, okay. Yeah. So, um, like I said, with the like through the through the tour, we had like a couple of like two day breaks or you know one day break here or whatever. So I fly back to Detroit and you know create. That's that's kind of how this whole album came about. So okay. It's kind of like taking what I've seen on the road and just you know putting it into musical terms. Now, does being around other uh artists like give you any type of motivation or like help spark any type of inspiration for 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 album i mean for tracks or or hooks or anything like because i know with me when i watch stand up i'll come up with like my i mean obviously it'd be my set like it, it won't be their jokes but it helps my like i guess my creative process to get my mind in the mindset of of stand up and so it right. helped me like get my timing down and and get you know what i'm saying my my content down so does does that is that the same with um with the with the songwriting process is it is similar i would say um just because like if you want to if i'm in the mood i will listen to say i want to listen to tank or i want to listen to eric bellinger or i want to listen to sammy or you know and that's the the vibe that i'm in then i would just create like off the vibe they created for me. You feel okay. Me? So I just go off of vibes, bro. Like, 
that's how majority of my songs have came came about. So okay, now I've um been to a few of your shows. Um, obviously I've seen you work with Eric Bellinger. I've seen you work with Sammy. Um, seen you work with Day Twenty Six. Uh, who who's your because this has been a debate going on for a while, like the past year. Who do you who's your like king of R and B? Um, and who who do you listen to the most? Um, king of R and B right now. Um, I would have to say it's Chris Brown. Just okay, because of like number speak, you know, and he's just a goat, you know. But you got the king word is thrown around very lightly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it like, it is it is absolutely being thrown around very lightly. King, but. I would say like Chris Brown is the the closest thing to a king. Okay. The closest. Yeah. Like he's I can agree. Like, Chris Brown has done a lot. A you know, lot. people try to excuse a lot of things that he's done and the work that he's put in because of the mistakes that he's made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Chris Brown has uh he paid single handedly shifted an entire culture mm-hmm. based off of his work. Okay, I like I, I like shifted an entire culture. Yeah. Those are heavy words, though. They are those heavy are heavy words. words. But I think they that are heavy I, words. I I I, I kind of I have to agree with him. I think he embodies everything that absolutely what R and B is. Um, I got a Chris funny Chris Brown story. I hung out with him one time, and uh, my boy uh, uh, Jeremy Winans was real cool with him. And so he's like, yeah, do you want to go out? And I haven't been, been in L.A. too long. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, fuck it. Let's, let's go. He's like, we're going to go to Playhouse. I'm like, okay. So I get to Playhouse and I get to the front door. And I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm waiting for, you know what I'm saying, Jay Winans. And he's like, they're like, oh, no, yeah, you enter in the back. And at first I was like, hold on, nigga, I ain't no slave. I ain't in no fucking back. <laughs> so I go to the back or whatever. And then uh, my boy Jeremy's back there and we're waiting. And um, he's like, yeah, we're not going to walk in until Chris gets here. So I'm thinking like, okay, uh, it's going to be what? Uh, entourage or something. They're going to get dropped off in a limo, walk up, boom, and then we're going to walk in. I kid you not. We're waiting there for probably about 10 minutes. 10 minutes pass and a red Mustang pulls up on some of the biggest off-road tires I've ever seen. Then right behind that, a red um, Jeep, souped up Jeep. No no doors, no um no doors, no roof, no nothing pulls up. <laughs> right behind that, a red 300 pulls up. Right behind that, another car pulls up. All red. All these niggas hop out. Chris Brown hops out. Oh, Jay Wines, what's up? He like, all right, cool. He's like, yeah, this is my boy Coop. He's like, oh, what's up? What's going on? Yeah, we about to go in here. And literally, every nigga that was in his entourage drove to the club. And for some reason, I got I got no idea why. And they all parked in that alley behind Playhouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we went in there and we had a ball and a half. And I was like, that was like my introduction to like how niggas really party in, yeah. in, in L.A. Like it yeah. was it was it was it, it was non-disclosure uh, <laughs> agreement worthy. Of course. So, so of yeah. Course. So it always is. <laughs> Man, I, it, it was a good time. though. It was a good time. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, OK, yeah, this nigga for sure. He is. 
the epitome of like my 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 mindset when it comes to like r&b niggas is the first nigga that comes in my mind i'm sorry and you can laugh at me all you want to is bobby fucking brown of course that it's it that, that's who it is like yeah. the nigga who was like i'm getting all the girls i'm finna sing the shit out this shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm gonna dance my ass off and i'm gonna fucking party like and i'm gonna enjoy the fruits of my labor he enjoyed his a little too much <laughs> but <laughs> a little too much but i re- like it's, it, it gotta be bobby brown yeah definitely okay. yeah I, 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 that's my guy so he's my guy okay. too i, I ain't okay. gonna like yeah i watched that movie probably about five yeah. times yeah but i i think just for the newer generation they're not like oh you know they're like oh chris brown and you know people yeah. like that you know of course for, for, but, for but, the- yeah but once you yeah, once you sit and think about it you're like okay we know who really started this shit yeah, you know brown. of course Bobby Brown. For I mean, I mean, obviously for the kids nowadays or whatever, and that's crazy yeah. for me that I'm seeing like kids yeah. now. But I'm I'm getting to that age or whatever. We're like, like we're aging, we're aging out of shit or whatever. So that, I definitely understand that. Um, February has been a wild ass month. What I'm so happy we escaped February. Woo! It's oh, the beginning man. of March. It was rough. just a lot of turmoil and just a lot of death. And oh my goodness, so I'm much. so glad that we that we made it out of there. And obviously. Um, you know what I'm saying? The late Kobe passed away along with his daughter. Rest uh, in peace. Um, peace man. Uh, an entire fleet Dang. of people were on that uh, on that uh, on that flight. Yeah, and so nine. No, uh, they were on the helicopter. It was eight, I think. It was. Okay. It, I think it was eight. I'm not. I'm not sure. There Don't were quote nine me on that. Passengers. It was nine. Passengers. Yeah. It was yeah, nine on, on the um, helicopter that day. And that's that's a lot. And so yeah. I, I just read uh, recently that their cops are being fired for taking pictures as they should of the the helicopter wreckage when it happened as they should that's very and disrespectful it's, i think it's very disrespectful and some of them probably sold sold mm-hmm. some of the the pictures and it's yeah. and that's just crazy to me another thing that really pissed me off was that obviously we saw like lebron had did his had a speech at the games like that was like right after the incident um and you saw how emotional he was right at his at at the the memorial service over at staples center a lot of people say oh we didn't see lebron Mm -hmm. well that's not up to them you know everybody has their own grieving process and i don't think anybody gets to dictate i i i I, I 110% agree with that what was pissing me off was that people were mad that they didn't see lebron or he didn't get up and talk at the memorial Mm -hmm. and I, I respect LeBron for not doing not, for not being visible with him because it, it would have been all about him a hundred percent and it was not about him at that time. So my question would be is, and I see this a lot when so, when someone passes away and they'll be like, oh no, you didn't really you didn't listen to his music when he was alive or you didn't do this. Are people can people dictate how you grieve? Absolutely not. No. You know, social media they try to, fans they try to, strangers they try to, but. How can you really do that? Can I come into your home and tell you when your your father passes away? Can I tell you how to deal with that? No. So you you can't do that to other people. Man, you know? I, I I it and it, it just like pisses me off because it's like how do you even bring yourself to question what's going on eternally? Because social media has given everyone such a not only a platform but also balls a voice. <laughs> like not a even voice. a voice it's, it gives irrelevant <laughs> people a voice yeah. and i'm sorry to say that like there are irrelevant people in the world it, it's no it's, it's the same way that they, they, 
the notion that we were all kings and queens in Africa. There's no way. It was some whole ass niggas in Africa. Like it had to have been. You know what I'm saying? Some thieves, some some raper niggas, like some niggas that we didn't fuck with in Africa. Everybody wasn't kings and queens or whatever. Right. So they're irrelevant people, especially on the internet. And it's given the internet and social media is given those irrelevant people voices and now their their opinions like it's but it's wild though because those opinions are now shaping how society I sees see a lot of things oh, yeah. absolutely and it's scary it's it's scary it's, it's scary it's it's absolutely but scary they don't have a right to do so and everyone's entitled to their own opinion you know and they can hide behind a screen and mm-hmm. instagram twitter facebook and things like that but you know, you cannot dictate how somebody grieves. You can't. You and, can't. and at the end of the day, you know, the way that you react and the and, and the things that you say, you know, after uh, after a death, after someone has lost a loved one, that's a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's Very a reflection generous. of who you are. Yeah. And that's how you're feeling about yourself and all these different things. So the people that are strong enough, like the LeBrons and the, you know, Vanessa and, you know, people like that, they they don't give a shit about any of that because they're like you know you're you're entitled to your own opinion you know what i'm saying i'm gonna move on and carry on with my life how i see best how i see fit my kids my family you know my loved ones my friends and the people that support me in real life and not on instagram the internet and then move accordingly you know i think people forget how infinite like how how death is permanent permanent and so a lot of us don't know how to even register that and and you know what i'm saying like and regurgitate like our feelings you know in regards to death and loss and and like it's it's so wild how we're so desensitized desensitized because of social Social media media. yeah it's 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 media the platform what you see the videos the comments the everything you know everything about it it just makes you like oh that happened oh well i'm sad for a couple hours and then you're gonna see this you're gonna see that then you see a scandal then you see this and then it just makes you like okay well (laughs) and it's it's again it's giving people the ability to have opinions on things that they absolutely should not have opinions on like switching over to one of LeBron's former teammates um D Wade and and Gabby had the entire internet on an uproar um as of late because he said that he um I think what was said what I don't want to I don't want to to mix up the words, mix bit, the words but... up but from what I was understanding is that now they are his son is identifying as female now right and they changed right. he said he's changing his name and he's um 12 years old i believe he's 12 years old and so twitter was on an uproar saying it, it was there's tons of people saying well no that's wrong how does a 12 year old know blah, blah blah let that kid be a kid they're doing this for cloud and trying to get gabby another job and stuff or whatever yeah. and then there's also people who are saying that hey why do you why do you guys care one why are you even ha- why do you even have an opinion on something like this and then also saying that if you don't agree with her you're automatically homophobic i don't agree with that i don't think that you're homophobic at all but what i will say is as a 12 year old child you have so many different emotions and so many different thoughts and i believe if you have both parents or parental figures in your life Mm -hmm. there should be somebody that is guiding you and if you are failing at that task to guide your child 
you know, that becomes a problem. And that's 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 a conversation that's worth having amongst a lot of people, Mm -hmm. because if you know it, you should let your child do whatever they want to do. You should be open to your child's ideas and things like that, because we cannot fault children for what they see on the Internet, what they have access to. You know, this is the age of information. They can go on Google, uh, Facebook, Instagram, anything and find whatever they want. I think on Disney Channel, they have their first gay couple. You know what I'm saying? So it's these things that, that kids are seeing. The first gay the, couple on Disney? I think I see that. Yeah, there was, there, that. it was it was a cartoon. Cha- it's a cartoon. Uh, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a cartoon okay. that had like their first um, gay, you know, marriage or couple. And they had like a kid or something like that. Um, I don't I don't know too much about it. I don't watch too much TV. Um, <laughs> but like if you if you are, you know, the man of your household, you know, you have to guide your son. You have to guide your son. God created you this way. If you feel differently, that's fine. But you're not even of age to make certain decisions. And I see in a post where they were saying, you know, you have to be 18 to drink alcohol. You have to be this to that. So why do you have to be so young to where you, you know what, we're going to go this way. No, we are going to have a conversation and your boy. Yeah. Honey, um, and um, <laughs> Honey. this is how it's gonna go. <laughs> and if you have different thoughts, and you 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 might like a boy, or you might like a a certain type of a person, we can talk about those things and be open to the idea of things, but completely allowing your child to steer everything, and you're not you're not giving them guidance. I can't I can't get with that. I'm yeah. all for everyone living in their truth as a kid because I know the thoughts that I had when I was 12. We all do. We yeah. all know what we thought about and little girl and doing this and, and, and sneaking around and, oh, I like this girl. I like this boy. You know, whatever it is that you were thinking, you wanted you wanted to feel those things freely and have somebody that understood you or talk to somebody about it. But at the same time, like, um, a lot of people don't have that, that father figure, but you he you know he does she does have that father figure so you should at least guide your child and you know let them know like you this is what you are and let's be open to these possibilities but like this is how life is gonna go you know i hope i don't sound crazy i don't i I hope i don't sound crazy but it's just you can't you have to you know because i seen something that i'm not really sure you know because i didn't look too deep into it okay Mm -hmm. um but i seen something that said you know i don't know if it was gabby or if it was d-way that said you know she is she leads our household or something like that and that's unacceptable he said he said that she leads the house someone it was uh, either one of them that said that she is the leader of the household. So one of them, one of yeah, the one of pe- one, one of, of the parental the... figures. Okay, so was it wasn't like somebody child, outside, but they was saying okay. with the child, like, oh, they run in the household, and I could be wrong, but that's the child do. That's just what I seen. Type they were shit. trying to say like they support fully, you know, what their child is doing, and if that is something that is true, I think that's crazy. That's that's I think that it's. <laughs> I, it's not my job to tell someone they're right or wrong about something in their household. Right. What I will say is right that wrong. I am I am in an advocate for letting a child be a child and letting them develop mentally and and not allowing ch- children to make certain decisions. And when it when you're in a society where being artistic and being being entrepreneurs and those things are now we're just, just a little bit more forward thinking these days. When you're in that space, we get a little too gung ho, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. 
and we start allowing things that we shouldn't just yet. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to identify as a a a, a girl or if you want to you want to identify as a man. That's a decision that you that, that you're making. Go ahead, do you? Because what you eat, what you eat, don't make me shit. And I'm I'll, so so do your thing. Right. What I will say is, I would much rather want children to be children and and just let them develop uh uh, uh i guess uh, cognitive thinking reasoning skills like being able to make decisions because i'm not making i'm not letting my children just make decisions off of how they feel because it's it you, you're going to change so much so i don't know that's that's just my opinion but tj you have you got kids hmm you got three boys, right, so what? Like, what? What do you? Which you're fucking lucky as hell. You just boom, just making yeah. all, just making all children. That's, that's absolutely crazy. Um, and they're all boys. What? What do you? What do you think? Like, because Boosie said something. He was like, it, Boosie went off and was like, "Come on, man, that you can't, you can't do that." He was a little crass by saying like, "Yeah, don't cut his dick off." And I'm like, I don't think anybody's doing doing that. No one said they were gonna do that. But like, what do you? In my eyes, like, well, I should say on my attitude, we're going in their house, I don't got shit to do with what that goes on in their house, I don't got nothing to do with but it's certain, it's limits, you feel me? Like, yeah, me, as a father of three sons, there's no way in hell that shit going down. Like, from the beginning, like, not even the... <laughs> The, the transgender stuff, the 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 running the household stuff. No, it's not happening. Like as a as a man, I mean that's how I saw my dad. You know what I'm saying? My dad was the most masculine, smoothest guy I ever met. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So why not? Why am I not reciprocating that to my kids? Right. Of or course. Why, I I don't know, but um, I can be. I can I can go on about that topic. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, but it's not it's, fine. No, it's not fine. No, it's You're going to guide and say, this yeah. is what it is. And then eventually, you know, they can make their own decisions. But at such a young age. Not at, not at 12. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's you just not when, I'm, very, not when you're under my roof. Yeah. No. Yeah. You hit it with the not when you're not, under you my roof. The <laughs> line, not when you're under my roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think that it's just, it's just so weird. It's just difficult because in one juncture... I mean, it, it, one you know, on one hand of the scale, people want men to, to 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 have those old traditional let man be a man, and you run the household, you pay all the bills and stuff, whatever. But then when you make a decision like that, they get upset at you. Oh no, it's toxic toxic masculinity, and it's like, yeah, you, like you gotta you gotta pick something. I feel like I do feel like Boosie like kind of went he went a little too far with it. Yeah, I mean he went far, you know, but it's Boosie, like you know well, what I'm saying. He's always yeah. gonna be opinionated, you know. He's no Boosie. He not gonna have no filter yeah. or anything like that, but we're not gonna talk about his decisions as a parent. Okay, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about well, that we're and, gonna his, and his child at his birthday <laughs> at his birthday party. So you talking about when he, when he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna get my son yeah, a yeah, hooker that's, so that's, she can, that's, she can fight. that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So to go 14? off of that, so thirteen, right? Thirteen. At the time, I think it was like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, thirteen or fourteen. That's yeah. way too young. Yeah. Way too young. You know. So. Uh, speaking of which, though, he's actually about to have his own show. I don't know what yeah, network is on. Did you see that? <laughs> I, I didn't see the network, but I know he's going to have his show. <laughs> he's about to I'm have tuning his, in. Yeah, I'm for I, sure I tuning in. Boosie, and it def, he's, it's definitely going to show us <laughs> like what 
like his his how his yeah. mind works and and, yeah. the, and the crazy antics. So I'm definitely gonna be tuned. That doesn't mean I agree with everything that but he does, I'll, I'll but I'm I'm in. I'm for sure gonna I'm for sure gonna tune in. I'll be tuned in for sure. So staying on the topic of. I get I guess sexuality because I feel like when people have any type of opinion that goes against what someone else thinks or or feels mm-hmm. they already they all they automatically label you as homophobic. Oh, yeah. And so I don't know if you guys watch a lot of reality. I watch literally everything and then um there's a new uh, uh what is it um reality show called love is blind love is blind and my homegirl l speed is on there and she i know i was married. gonna talk about her yes when, you know when we were first talking about it mm-hmm. i'm like oh my goodness because one of the producers that i work with is her brother nick so when that's I'm my home, guy nick yeah, speed. so when i'm home in detroit you know we worked on shit he was like the first producer to fucking work with me you know and i'm like damn like this is crazy that's dope she went for what did she go from 5k to a million followers yeah. in yeah. a week in a in a, in a, a week, week. Yeah. And a but, week and she's beautiful she's She's smart. She has, you know, it's just like, wow, I'm like the n- way that it happened. You know, I, I've known, I, I've known Lauren for for quite a while now. Um, especially when I started making my rounds and just being uh, like, I, I, this is an entertain, excuse me, an entertainer in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, and she used to have her and uh, my boy uh, Jay Neely. Shout out to my dog Jay Neely. They had their own live podcast. Okay. On Sundays, and okay. we I would go up there and just be like special guest host and just kick it, and we just became close. She was we were just really cool. And the great thing about Lauren is that the exact same person you see is what on you the show. It's exactly who she is. She's cool. She's goofy. She's she's like a a, a cool type of like you. You're gonna have a great time around her yeah. no matter what. And and she has a good heart. And she just always just wanted just to be a creative person. That's mm-hmm. that's all she's wanted to do. And so and then she she was always like she's like she's ready for love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was dope that she that she that she found love. And I was super excited to that she was on the show because when she first promoted, I'm like I don't know what it is. I'm gonna turn in because it's my dog uh, support, and I'm watching it. And I was like oh this, this what mm-hmm. I, you know, and, and it's crazy because i didn't know that it was real you know I, real. I, i'll take the shots i'll take the shots but i didn't know that it was real and i seen her brother nick post it and i was like the fuck she got married like what this is real like this is real and i'm like girl so i go i'm going <laughs> on our dms and i'm like congratulations girl like, <laughs> I'm like I, you know you see you see shows and you don't know if it's real or not but i'm like girl like yes like you know i'm all i'm all for women Women winning and especially from Detroit and I'm just like girl what 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 absolutely what absolutely blew my mind was that now they have been married for a full year now like so, so no so I mean obviously you, when you, when you when you're taping you tape a year before you tape in advance yeah. you know what I'm saying okay. and before you drop you don't just like film something and then drop it right. so but then I I didn't even think about that when I'm watching it and then like the the last episode I mean the second to last episode when they ask when she says I do and then uh, somebody tweeted like oh my god that's so crazy and she was like I know I've been married for a year now and I was like <laughs> like, like nigga this is real that's how you that's how it goes and and that and my and my man's cam he love him some ale speed like oh. you can just tell by his mannerisms he's actually he's just so enamored by her like he just he just like you ever seen a cat well, with them big old know, eyes? He just be um, looking at her. As Detroit girls, you know, it's in the, <laughs> we have that tendency. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, that's what you have to do. Okay, <laughs> we have okay. that tendency. Okay, I like that. So, 
on the show though there's obviously other couples that didn't work couples that did work yeah um couples that were absolutely disasters but there was one other black couple on there okay uh carlton and diamond i think and um carlton and diamond they got engaged and carlton kept saying that he had something that he had to tell diamond what was it he just kept saying, like, I, I I just don't want her to leave me, boom, or whatever. And so this is probably the, the most explosive moment on the show where they're on their honeymoon. On the second day of the honeymoon, they, she, he decides to tell her that he's had relationships with other men and that he was actually bisexual. And that After he did No, this is this is at the honeymoon. <laughs> Look at him. So they didn't they don't have they don't have the they, it was weird. They have she, the honeymoon. She got a divorce. So, but let me let me let me let me finish that because it was it was super weird though because um, when I'm I'm watching it I was like what y'all be watching you waited <laughs> until you know you proposed to her to then tell her that you had relationships with men before and so she was like initially she was like uh, I don't know what to say um, I want to separate myself from you right now so they go their separate ways the next day. She tries to have like a mature dialogue with him. It was like, I feel like you played the experiment. You didn't. You didn't tell me. For, you know what I'm saying? From the jump, I would have been better. I would have if, if I was more better informed. I would have. I could make a better. I guess a better decision as to what I want to do. And then he goes, "See, this is why I don't deal with bitches like you." On the show, that's what he said. Yeah. And for one, you can't call a black woman a bitch. Like that's that, that's a black woman's trigger. Like, hold on. What show is this? It's Love is blind. Your wife has watched this before. Love is blind. Love is, Love blind. is blind. Yes, it's on Netflix. Um, okay. and she literally was like, "This is why I don't deal with bitches like okay, you." Okay, so you know what? That was a nigga. Um, <laughs> that is ridiculous. Um, I love honesty. Yeah. Okay. So in any relationship that I'm going to go into, this is what it is and this is what it ain't. So either you're going to deal with it or you're not, you know, not that I come with this major bag of bullshit, but everybody has their own bullshit. You I know hope you saying? don't come with a major, that's, you know, I come with what I come with, you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that going into any situation that you feel that you might value, um, should always uh have a foundation of honesty you know so um it doesn't make any sense for you to go that far along and then reveal that type of information to somebody that's fucked up and that's very very selfish you know so um you know i can't really tell you what i would respond saying but it's not even the fact that you know you're bisexual or you have these thoughts or you 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 were this person it's like well damn you know you led me to believe that you were something else and you could have just said straight up what you were in the beginning and then I would have had a decision to fall for this person but you made me fall for a person and you're it's fraudulent like it's not you're not a real it's not real you know and everybody should have that decision and it does make a difference you know what I'm saying I believe like I said earlier um in everybody walking in their truth you know what I'm saying and you should go into every situation with your truth and you shouldn't wait till you're engaged to someone to tell them that you're attracted to the opposite sex or to the same sex. (laughs) Like you should let them know because believe me, okay, we live in Los Angeles and I've been here for going on uh, five years now. There are women who will deal with that. There are lots of them who put up with that. That's that's wild to me. So if you go into a situation 
just be honest about it. Yeah. You know? Because I, you'd be very surprised. <laughs> you'd be very surprised, you know? The land of the weird. But we've seen it all. Yeah. So it's like, it's not far off that there are people mm-hmm. that have relationships and be like, you know, I used to date men or I have dated men or I'm bisexual or I pie curious or whatever it is. Like we're in LA, we're in the entertainment industry and we've seen it all, yeah. you know? So I do believe that if you're looking for love and you're in one of those situations, be honest about it because there is someone for you. There yeah. is someone for you. I think I do. I am in agreement that honesty is the best policy and you know, Instagram, Twitter, they're going to do their due diligence and they found a video of him <gasps> and um, he was on The Real Housewives of Atlanta and he oh. was absolutely flamboyant. He was like getting about to get into a fight with uh, one of the housewives. I can't remember which one. Oh, my goodness. Um, the same guy? The same guy. He just, at the time, research. he didn't have a beard. It was like the nigga put a beard on and like turned into a different person. Like he was just <laughs> so it, it was just so super crazy. So. Wow. What what really it's a wild show, but it's the number one show on, on Netflix yeah, right now. Well, I, haven't, I haven't had time to watch yeah. anything. Yeah, you've been yeah. you've been traveling yeah, every so. every day on day so i i definitely know that you don't have that much Sensation. time what what really pissed me off was and to come full circle with my what my last topic was so women obviously were commenting about what happened and they were mm-hmm. saying hey she should have told her um i don't know if i could date a bisexual man because to me you're basically gay and, and you know what I'm saying and obviously I, I understand that those are two different things in the black community it's either you're gay or you're not that's right. just how in that's just that's yeah. just how that's just how we think um and instantly when someone said that their preference would be to not date someone that's bisexual a man that's bisexual they were instantly calling them homophobic or biophobic and I think that that's 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 a that's a disservice to the LGBT community because once you start labeling labeling everybody as homophobic, okay. you're crying wolf. And I don't right. think people understand how 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 harsh and like just how how evil that, that, that being a homophobe is. You're literally hating a genre of people based on a decision that they've made. And right. That's something you can't come back from. The same way somebody accuses you of rape or or, or accuses you of, of being a, a, a woman beater, a domestic violence, and that's not you. Because I feel like once you're accused of that, you're always going to be labeled as, as such. Yeah. Same way as... Yeah. We just talked about that. Well, we did. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. Well, we talked about that another, another day. Cause I did. But we don't know what... Like, what we don't know what happened in 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 the in the yellow Lambo. We don't know what happened in your Lambo. That's why I, I don't want to comment or give an opinion on it because I don't know what the fuck happened. I wasn't there, so people be people will give an opinion on something that they and they never been there before. So my 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 question is is that if you decide to not date someone that's bisexual, mm-hmm. would that mean that you are homophobic? No. It means you or have an opinion. It means that you have a choice and you're exercising your choice to not date someone bisexual. It's different for, uh, I think it's different for us. Like, it's more, this speaking from single-minded person, you know, a person that's single. You know what I'm saying? If a guy met a girl and she had a girlfriend, everybody's with the shit. Everybody's. But, I don't. I don't know the 
you know, what you would take from it. If a guy, you met a guy, he's like, well, I got my nigga right here, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm pretty sure you'd be like, no, I'm good. But in black America, in black society, is okay for for a girl or a guy to have two girls. You know what I'm saying? Double standard. Double standard. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a double standard, and it's not right. It doesn't make it right. Um, and it's only within the black community. Um, so I think that's an important conversation for another time, but it's not, you know, other people are like, okay, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it's not. Um, but I, I, I don't think that it's wrong. If, if you decide at one point, okay, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Yeah. So I'm going to reveal this information to you. Um, you already have to know that it's a risk. Because the reason you know that it's a risk because you didn't risk saying that when you first met. So do you think that he waited too long? Or absolutely, absolutely. I know. I I want to know. I want to know. Did you did did you wait too long? Absolutely. Absolutely. What is it? They was on the honeymoon, right? They were on the honey. They weren't married yet, so they did it weird. They they had like a little like a like a uh, um, I guess an engagement getaway. So it was honeymoon. You know, either or. It was okay? honeymoon. Either or honeymoon sitting at home. Okay. That's, that's you waited first, too long to reveal that information <laughs> to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's really the same as you know a, a straight person. Yeah. You married or not? Like you 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 got a you got a bitch or not? You got a nigga or not? You know what I'm saying? It's the same yeah. shit. Same it's shit. the same thing. You right, cannot right. go into a situation and then right when you hear you know uh, about to cross the <laughs> cross the next step and say, all right, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Let me tell you this about me. You can't get mad at someone. That's an mm-hmm. that's that's preference. Okay, that's preference. If somebody says I don't want to be with someone. I respect you, but I don't want to be with someone who's unsure about what sex they want to be with. Or I don't want to be with someone who doesn't only want to be with women. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's entitled to their own opinion and and, and the way that they feel and who they want to spend the rest of their life with and who they want to raise their children with. That's Everybody has that. You know, you can't take that from somebody, you know? No. My 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 issue with it was is that I guess the timing of, of how he of when he told her, because the I guess the initial basis of the the experiment was they don't even they don't even see each other. They just they're talking to each other in these pods. And so you 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 had countless times to relay that information and obviously i understand it like yeah i don't want to tell something that may you know what i'm saying sever this 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 emotional tie that we've had that we've that we've created but you got to take that risk i feel like because that's something big like she has to be feel she has to feel secure in you guys in, in that relationship is the same way that you do mm-hmm. right so in the event that you tell her that and now now that like stops her from feeling like oh what if he wants because either way it go competition is everywhere so and we all have some type of insecurity so now she has to feel insecure with men and women and that's something that she has to decide hey i can deal with that that's Mm -hmm. deep yeah i can deal with that you know what i'm saying so it's very deep i just felt like that that was she had every right to to be upset and then when he took it left, he 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 didn't. I guess he didn't like her reaction, so he just went off, called her a bitch, um, told her her wig was sliding, and, and this b word. Yeah, he told her her wig was sliding. He threw the ring. 
Um, and then she, for some reason, started quoting Beyonce. Some I, I don't even know the song. She said, "What did she say?" She said, "You ain't married to no average bitch boy." Yeah, I'ma hop to the. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> when you have an argument, the first thing you'd be like, what would Beyonce say? Get him. Like, no, that's, yeah. she ain't say, nigga, fuck you. I'm beat your ass. Like, mm-hmm. and she's from Chicago. No, so, you know, uh, the way he handled that, you know, even just from a person that could just be on the outside looking in, he's totally insecure. Yeah. He's totally insecure. It has nothing to do with her. Oh, he was crying like Or mother. anything like that. He was insecure from day one. He didn't <laughs> want to tell her. Then he finally told her. He was scared to tell her because he was insecure and, you know, selfish. You know, that's what it is. It doesn't make you a terrible person, but you are selfish to go into a situation like that and not reveal that to somebody, you know? So, I mean... And we all have moments like that or whatever. His was just fucking televised. His was just televised. So, like, everybody got to see him in that that vulnerable state. But that's another situation of social media driving, like, what people think about stuff or whatever. Um... And another crazy topic, and something else is going crazy right now. And I think feel like you would, um, you would, you would be able to enlighten us a lot as, as well as you as Rainy, because you guys are both in the music industry. Uh, Meg yeah. Stallion, she filed a lawsuit uh-huh. against her label, right. um, saying that she's earned them over seven million dollars, and from the seven million dollars, she's only seen fifteen thousand from it, and uh, from touring royalties, uh, merchandise, and my question is before anything is we always see extortion of artists from our black artists and from labels and music execs that are headed by black black people mm-hmm. 1501 is a houston uh, label yeah. it's independent and it's it's i believe it's owned by carl crawford um i think uh what's the what's the old school gangster guy um jay prince, jay prince i think he has a hand in it um and so we see this a lot with are black artists, but you, you, I never see white artists get 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 extorted like this. I never see white artists. I never see the Taylor Swifts and the, you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see that. I don't see country music artists. Well, so, like, I, I don't think that they feed off of that. You know, I think it's a very important topic and conversation. But within this culture, um, you know, <laughs> we like drama. We do. You know, we like drama. Yeah. We like what's next on the shade room on baller alert. Like what's what's gonna pop up on the internet, what's gonna be on Instagram, what's gonna be, you know, um that's uh news to the people of our culture. <laughs> and it's unfortunate, but that's the truth. That's you know, sucks. it's the that truth. Sucks. Because that's that's why you don't because everybody, you know, I feel like in different uh, you know, different people, they're like, What? What am I gonna tune in that for? I have better shit to do, you know? And that's the hard truth. That's what that I, sucks. That's though. what I think. I think that's the hard truth. That sucks. Like, like be, so much more with you guys being independent on. artists. Like, how do you defend? Like, how do you protect yourself from getting into situations to where your I get your brand is compromised, or or it's in the hands of someone else, or your just your your I guess your intellectual uh, property uh, your music like how do you protect yourself from that because i mean nipsey uh, spoke a lot about us owning uh, artists owning their own masters mm-hmm. um so like what how do you guys protect yourselves from that 
I mean, you have to get your business in order. And I can't say that it's always the easiest because if it was, we wouldn't have these issues that come about, you know, with so many people. You know what I'm saying? So many legends have gone through um, the craziest shit, you know, to say the least, Mm -hmm. you know, um, off of things that they've created. You know what I'm saying? You woke up and you wrote this shit you made this shit this is all you and you fighting for it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i can't say that it's um the easiest thing um but you have to make sure that your business is right and you have the right people around you you have the right team and um that's 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 all it's about you know that's the main thing yeah that's that's the main thing on your team right like you straight like as long as your team like your team is what you deal with a lot of shit, like, as far as, like, being a, a, a songwriter, singer, wherever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you deal with a lot of other stuff other than just the creative process. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, when you got other people that are trusted that you can, that can deal with that for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a huge asset to succeed in this game, like, for real, for real. Yeah, so, like, w- like what's your, like, your, I guess, your method of finding people that, you can you can trust because obviously there are people who there is no method. There ain't no method. There is no method. Trial and error. Okay. Trial and error. You, can't trust you go through the industry. <laughs> you 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 just have to work hard. You have to, you know, go around certain people and 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 um, figure out their strengths and their weaknesses. There is no formula. You know, I don't I don't have the the proper answer, but I know from what I've been through, it's trial and error. And you have to use your judgment and you have to know that this is really what you want. Because if you don't want it, you're not going to like scope through shit and be like, you know what? Like, let me pay attention to this person's, you know, mannerisms and their actions and what they're doing, what they're saying to me and see if like this is a real motherfucker. Like you got to really go through shit to be like, damn, like. Would you have my back in this situation? You got to be able to compare and be like, okay, so we're in this small situation right now. So what if on a bigger scale, when yeah. it was 500 mil yeah. on the table, yeah. how the fuck, how, how would you react? How would you move? How would you, you know what I'm saying? You have to be able to scale those things and then you move accordingly. You know, a lot of people can't do that. They're like, all right, like, yeah, like, yeah, this is my homie. Like, he can do this. He can do that. Nah, he can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You have to. What I tell you, what I tell you is like just being an entertainer, um, having a team. I for me, I don't have a team. I have people that help me with things, but I don't have someone who is. I don't have people who are like, uh, I I guess dedicated to or, or, or let me know that like yeah, us eating on a bigger scale is predicated off of your talent, and we know that understand that, and we're here to cultivate that. And so we're gonna do the things that 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 we need to do to make sure you're in the you're in the best position to be you, to be funny, to to create, to write, to get in front of the camera. So I don't have that. So the absence of that is felt. Like I would love to have people. I I do everything. We do. I got the we got the podcast. I act. I write. Um, I do stand up. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's t- I yeah. got a business where I I, th- I throw events. I have an apparel company. Um, shout out to my skin cartel. You're a Mexican. Uh, <laughs> you're I just feel, I just Jamaican. feel like that. I I, I don't believe in being a jack of all trade, a master of none. I think that I can be a, a jack of all trades and a master of all. Yeah. Exactly. I just have to learn how to do the things. That's how you right. do. And so, but having a team would be extremely beneficial because 
you only get 24 hours out the day oh my goodness you're a fool oh to think you're going to move to la and not have a job yeah. and be an, and being an entertainer <laughs> or being any type of you're a fool to think that you have to pay the bills and so obviously i have a a, a day job which is i got the best day job for my career it, right. it, it it's it's I tell it's, people that all the time. it's super yeah. it's super beneficial um but with even even with that i still have to devote x amount of time to that to, to that, that 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 business venture i have to yeah or the lights won't get cut on or the business won't get funded you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so until i make enough money as to where we're like okay this is all i'm doing this is all i'm dedicated on dedicated with then i gotta those hours are going to be allocated to that so it would help to have i understand it would help to have a team that would go okay this is we're gonna fo- this is what focus on your on the writing stuff they're gonna focus on the, the clothing apparel and the merchandise stuff they're gonna focus on the acting and getting you mm-hmm. booked and stuff or whatever you know what i'm saying so like it's exactly. i understand it having a team and i understand it like when you like damn when i did team, you damn near be like you you believe in this shit? Come, listen, on, well, come on listen that is exactly what it is you know how i you know how i roll you know i'm a private chef out here and i've been kind of doing my own thing for a while and i'm really to that point like i i am like humble enough to say like you know shit really gets stuff when you do so much on your own and i'm mm. like damn like i need a team so i'm out and and like i you know expressed before it's like any conversation that i'm having with people that i'm like do you believe in this shit like what do i see like how mm-hmm. would you move in this situation like okay like what what would i do a this you know i'm just thinking like every conversation is like okay like how can we be uh beneficial to each other exactly. you know what i'm saying not exactly. how can i use you but like how can we be, be beneficial and like you know make some shit pop yep. fuck i'm not out here for no other shit like we yep. out here trying to get it you know what i'm yep. saying so like why not build a team why not you know but but it takes time though and and i think that's the problem some people hop into situations and they're like oh this person this person this person no you gotta have patience you gotta you gotta find time make time to really scope out what you want and i think that's how you end up with the with the right team you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying whether it's one person for a year two people for a year you know i'm 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 like the two two people and then you know it'll grow but you have to you have to be willing to invest your own time yeah you know i did the teamless thing for shit for a minute but my thing is i learned this from um my mentor sean williams he told me he was like he's from detroit versus everybody oh okay so He told me, like, when you create a team, each person in that team has to be interchangeable with yourself. Mm. So, I, I, wow, if that's, that person that's, is not, mm. if that person on your team is not, you know, replaceable or he's not doing his job or whatever, like, you you, you just know that you're going to have to do that shit. Right. You feel me? That's a nugget for you right there. Uh, that that is a nugget. I have to be able to tr- to trust you to be me because ain't nobody gonna ain't yeah. nobody gonna ride for you like you, yeah. and no one is not no one is gonna execute the way you need it to be done like you. So that that's big. Yeah. I like that. I, and I live by it now. Like niggas come to me like, hey man, let me help you do this. Let me have what 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 are you what's what am I getting from this? So, <laughs> what are you getting from it? I know what you're getting from it, but what am I getting from this? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So. I, trial and error is the best way to describe it. Trial definitely. and error for sure. 
trial and error. Yeah, I, 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 I be so impatient with stuff. Like I don't, I don't got, to, I don't want to wait. Like no, if we, if we gonna rock, we gonna rock. Like so, but no, you definitely got a trial and error, or you end up in situations, situations, situations like that. Yeah. So I definitely understand that. Big ups to Megan Thee Stallion, who, um, I actually went bowling with. Um, superstar. Well, I mean, hey, brother, you know what I'm saying? You rub elbows with the right people, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, <ain't laughs> no, it's cool. My, uh, my boy, uh, Jay Floyd. Shout out to Jay Floyd. Shout um, out to Jay Floyd. Invited me there. We we were bowling, and she's actually super cool. Uh, definitely is a stallion, tall, thick. She's like a she she like a a mocha milkshake, like a <laughs> thick. You know what I'm saying? You know you just you you. If you would have saw your face, <laughs> thick. You know what I'm saying? You can't. It's like it's, it's just like them old school frosties that come in the yellow cup. Y'all remember yellow cups at, at Wendy's? Them old school yes. frosties. Yes. It was, she, she like one of them, the chocolate frosty. Oh, okay. Me, moving me on. Moving move on. on. Well, speaking of food, though, this this podcast is called Foodie and the Beast. Foodie. You are a chef. Um, yes. I I can cook my ass off. That's what the fuck I do. Today's a special day. Today is a special day. Today <laughs> is National Cereal Day. day. Let's go. National <laughs> Cereal Day. It's bitch. What's, your, what's your favorite? What's My your favorite? favorite cereal, like of all time or like cereal right now? All time. Um, all time. All time would be Waffle Crisp. Hmm. You've never had Waffle like Crisp. Like honeycombs? Nigga, what? Nigga, what? Waffle Crisp. It was it's literally little baby waffles. Okay. And they got put like maple syrup or something on them. Okay. Probably full of high fructose corn syrup. It sounds sound good. Delicious. But I just never then the milk get all man. Because I was like, my all time. I don't know my all time favorite. I can tell you top three. Give I love three. Apple Jacks. Okay. I love Banger. the corn pops. The pops. Mm. Pops. I know. Cor- I know corn right? pops. I can't do that. Um, I can't fuck with them. And then I would say maybe cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Okay, I can see cinnamon toast crunch. I can't do can't do corn pops, and, that, and that's not the healthy ones, you know. We ain't we ain't, some good healthy ones. It, it's it's some dog ass healthy it's ones, but one of the healthy ones is actually in my top three. Okay. Um. So my current top three would be Oops All Berries. Okay. Um. Second one would be Fruity Pebbles. Okay. No, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, the peanut butter pebbles. Actually, <laughs> peanut butter pebbles. And the third one is Raisin Bran Crunch. Okay. Well, mine is the strawberry. The strawberry crunch from strawberry. Special K. The strawberry. Special oh, K. okay. Okay. That shit is fine. That shit. But it begins. Shit, it begins soggy. Fast. But I don't. I don't. I don't use a lot of milk. I'm not a milk drinker. Like I. Do I'm like almond enough milk nigga to now. cover the cereal. Mm-hmm. But I don't pour like a. Like, see, I I, it's, it's see, first of all. Let me teach you something about the, the deli delicacies of Syria because Syria has been uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner for me for years. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on the east side of Detroit poor. Sometimes Syria is dinner like a motherfucker. For sure. Um, if you <laughs> want like a second a meal on top of your cereal, you get cereal that's going to make the milk extra sweet. Yeah. And now you got an like extra Frosted meal. Flakes. Frosted, frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Boom. Yeah, like Apple my, Jacks. You said the Apple Jacks. I like Apple Jacks. Is, oh. what, are you, what, what are your top three? Um... Oops, our berries. That's the fire. One. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. And I gotta just say, uh, I'm gonna say cornflakes. Corn, like regular cornflakes. I grew. That's with how we the, grew up. With that's the rooster. Grew up. That's how we grew oh, up. Oh, so you one of them niggas that would load it up with sugar? With sugar, like, <laughs> I, I, man, that was cornflakes. That was the most Caucasian answer. Hey, we couldn't get the um. We're no, great. What's no. Frost, that's frosted, frosted flakes. <laughs> We're getting the cornflakes. Cornflakes. Wow. No, he said 
said cornflakes. I can't even get over it. Like, what do you, <laughs> what do you mean by cornflakes? With some sugar? Like, what you be putting on it? Like, I mean, frosted flakes with sugar too, though. Like, that shit. Cornflakes though. Okay. I, I mean, any, any, you, any... you eat Wheaties and stuff? Like, you be doing that? I don't do Wheaties. Don't oh do my Wheaties. goodness, cornflakes. You start, well, you like what, what's them corn mix? The core mix. What oh, is it? uh, checks, checks, checks. checks. No, I hate <laughs> checks. Little checks ass niggas. I do. I, I do like the frosted shredded wheat. Frosted, oh, frosted mini wheats. Yeah, frosted mini wheats. Yeah, I, I, I will fuck with the frosted mini. Only frosted though. I can eat them plain. My girl Raina's going through it over here, guys. I am. <laughs> I, I, I am truly going through it. I'm I not wish. even gonna explain like what's happening right now, <laughs> but I'm just gonna deal with it, and I'm just gonna like. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> it's hilarious because she just keeps moving, and it's not getting any better. It's, not no it's better. just. <laughs> I'm just like going through it over here, and I'm like, sure. okay, cool. I got this. I got this pink jumpsuit on, so let me chill. We gotta make sure we don't leave any evidence. <laughs> oh, of course, of, of course. That's of course. actually hilarious. We, we clean right. I don't know here. what's funny. I don't we know what's funnier. Your your debacle over here, or this guy eating cornflakes. <laughs> The cornflakes for yes. sure. Corn if that ain't a fucking ro- retiree cereal, <laughs> nigga, I don't know what. It, you had all these choices, all these want cocoa I mean, puffs. Like uh, I, I did it about each phase of my life. Like first ten years of my life, cornflakes and frosted flakes. The first ten years of my life, cornflakes and frosted flakes were my favorite. And then we got a little money, and then we started getting cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it used to piss, you know, it used to piss me off. Would be when mom would walk in the house with that bag of cereal, oh, with uh, fruity O's fruity and uh, O's, yeah. they got the Oreo and cocoa O's. wheels and shit. Like I don't, I don't want that. Oh, oh where's man. the oops all berries? But you man. know what? I also like cookie the peanut butter. Good. Oh, I like cookie. You crisp, but the, what is cookie it? The peanut butter, the Captain Crunch. The didn't they have like peanut butter Captain Crunch? Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah I, peanut love, butter, I love peanut butter. Was, yeah. Everything like peanut butter. But Captain, the Crunch Captain Crunch will fuck your mouth up. <laughs> fuck the roof of your mouth yeah, up. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, but it was so worth it. It's so dangerous. So dangerous. Living life on a dangerous and enjoyable. Raina, you you are you are you are a foodie. I am, and I've been introduced you to a lot of good food every time yeah, you come there. Like, I kind of want to. Um, my boy you know. enjoyed Boston Nova last night. Yeah, I love Boston and yeah. Boston Nova is fucking fire, especially when you're stumbling out of a fucking bar or club. Mm-hmm. It's right on time. It's open till four a.m. So, uh, Boston Nova, you always check. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about something that I'm that's like near and dear to my heart. Uh, I'm passionate about my hate for it. Like, I'm okay. I, it, it's super popular now, and I'm just I, I. My goal when it comes to eating. Is I want it wanted to taste amazing and I want to be satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this new genre, this new wave that everybody is in love with is bullshit. It is for show and it is not as enjoyable as people are making it out to be. You know what it is? What is it? Seafood boil bags. You know what? I got to disagree with you. And we actually one. have beef now that you said that. Why? Um, what did I do? We have a beef. Um, wow. I can't believe like we're on a show together. And there's somebody saying that they don't like seafood boys. Like I can't I really understand this right now, and I'm completely like, so wh- why? Why are you off by this? Like I don't well, even. Are you? Are you? Like, I don't understand. Are you the queen of seafood boy bags? Like I, I am. That's oh, my, so you've that's made me shit. one? No, no. Like you actually just hurt my feelings because I don't understand this. Seafood boils are the best. I make the best with potatoes and sausage and shrimp, crab legs, corn, all that. Like wow, Cajun seasoning. Okay, so this is actually crazy. So so okay, so that means that you have to. 
You ever seen that meme with the white guy sitting on, uh, on a college campus with a little folded table and he has uh-huh. a sign? Let's argue. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, no. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change okay. my mind. Yeah. Okay. So, you so have... basically, you just saying you want you want a nice little free seafood boy is what you're saying. First of because all, because you ain't had a good one or I've, you ain't had none at I've all. I've had a seafood. I've had seafood boils. I just don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't get full. Crawfish is a piece of. It's fucking bullshit. Okay, we're not talking about crawfish though. We're talking about in, crab legs. In the boils, they're 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 bullshit. Crab legs are fucking bullshit. Why do I have to do all this work to get a fucking measly amount of meat? Okay, that's lobster tails don't do that. King Lo- crab don't do that. What what king crabs did you did you have? Were you getting a a, a luxurious amount of meat? Were you each no. one that I cook? Give um, me my lump crab meat or my knuckle meat, and you I, I will enjoy that. But the the with the with the whew, corn and the potatoes, it just, well, I'm telling well change my mind because as of right now. Um, I don't understand why you season the outside of a super season the outside of a fucking crab leg and then I, I can't taste I the I can't taste that that same t- I gotta wipe the seasoning off and then wipe it on no, the game. I agree with that but I, I don't time do that. that I don't do that it I make a sauce and I bake it because when you bake it it keeps the juice and it's it, they stay moist and they don't get dry I don't ever over season the outside of it I make a white wine butter garlic sauce a white uh, white no. okay you uh, you hit okay. niggas off the white okay. wine like okay. I, I wasn't yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't prepared yeah. for you to do, it, do yeah. anything the white wine i do potatoes and you know sausage and corn and you know all that good stuff white wine any any white wine sauces is, is is fucking is, is phenomenal mm-hmm. but and don't say that shit because first of all i i blessed you with a with, with a an amazing platter of of, of nashville hot chicken it was, it was really delicious good. it was really good my mouth was on fire for the longest it was Cause spicy because I, I had the fish and the fish was like the the most the, like the the shit. The shit on the menu. You, I, you know I like spicy shit or whatever. So. I like spicy stuff. I just didn't expect it. And like, there was no bread. I don't think I had no bread. Like. No, yeah. <laughs> it was no bread. I, no bread. I, ate, I ate all the pickles. So, yeah, so... Oh do you goodness. do you you eat spicy food, DJ? I eat hot wings. Ooh, that ain't spicy though. I'm talking about like. I mean, that's my. That's the that's the high, hot as you going. I mean, levels whatever level to so you want to put on it. Like that's what I'm like. I love how there's a spot in Long I Beach love that has my favorite uh, wings, uh, and the flavor is garlic habanero. Ooh. Habanero, I can't do. But see, this garlic habanero is not overbearing. It's like it's very tasteful. It's more garlicky. Yeah, it's more garlicky. But it has that. It has the, that's the heat. But like, mm-hmm. man, fire. And I, I prefer my 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 chicken to be breaded. And then tossed, okay. As opposed to like the what would that, like wing like naked or, wings. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, I hate buffalo wild wings. Wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they're, probably shouldn't say that. Be, oh, uh, take that back because I have to do a promo with them uh, in a week or so. So no, you no <laughs> fuck that. They're you guys great. have to. No, they have to uh, change my mind too. You gotta, get, you gotta get buffalo wild wings. You gotta get their wings fried hard. Yeah. You know what is restaurant restaurant wise, like chain restaurant wise. I haven't had a better wing. Out from uh, I haven't had a better ring, a better wing than Hooters. Haven't this had a better worldwide. They're literally not even friends anymore. Like how? From a, I said how? from I said from you a chain some wings before. No, I said from a chain. I said from a chain. I didn't say from home. I said from a chain. I didn't say from a private chef. I said that. chain. See, women have what selective hearing. What do you mean hearing. a chain? I, a chain. Hooters a chain restaurant. I'm talking about like Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop. Uh, what's another chain that that, that has that has wings? Applebee's. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A chain restaurant. That's, That's what I'm saying. So you think Hooters over Buffalo Wild Wings? 
absolutely it's not even close wow it's not even close right now the best thing on the um buffalo wild wings menu is absolutely not the chicken wings and then what is it I don't know. Exactly. Their wings are way better. They than make Hooters. a, they the, make a they great burger. They don't season their food. They don't season. Who don't? Hooters. Well, who did you been to? I've been to four. You been to one in Long Beach? Not in Long Beach. Well, that's the one I, that's the only one I know. <laughs> so that's the one I go to. And I don't know, maybe they put a little titty residue on my stuff, but it's, it's absolutely delicious. I enjoy it. But there's no way you're going to sit there and tell me that fucking uh, um, Buffalo Wild Wings wings are delicious way better i mean i would go there now like over hooters hooters wings are way more meatier they're meatier but they're not they have flavored. yes they are no, I, I, first of all i'm about to go through a, 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 I would a get louisiana rub so I'm louisiana like, rub at wingstop though oh yeah them bitches slap them bitches slap all flats i'll go to louisiana fried well, chicken said what all flats. all flats. She's from Detroit. You knew all that was flats. You knew it. Fry whore. You fry whore. It. You knew it. <laughs> I don't do I like all drums. <laughs> Man, so I want to, before we get out of here. You can't drive eating the flats in. <laughs> you sure can. You sure can. <laughs> I t- ask me how I do it. <laughs> if you can, you're a very talented woman. <laughs> so, but I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to play uh, a track that you did. You did you um, out here. Um, you shot the video. I remember it took you, what, two days to shoot the video? Yep, two days, two mm-hmm. days. Talking about uh, flex with you, yeah, yeah, two flex days. with you, and you shot it out in uh, in Malibu, in Malibu. Okay, mm-hmm. yep, and you and uh, our, uh, our hometown boy Dustin McFly's is on is on the record here. Yeah. Uh, how was that experience uh, shooting out in, in Malibu? Um, it was br- uh, it was very breathtaking because we woke up at like five a.m. Okay, to shoot that. Um, so we was the only ones like all on the shoreline. It was just like, like I was more worried about the the sun rising than getting the video done. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was. Yeah, I mean Malibu is absolutely. Beautiful. I'm a nature guy like that. Like, okay, I like, I like it's, beautiful over there. Yeah. it's beautiful over there. Yeah, yeah absolutely, sure. absolutely beautiful. So, um, intro the intro the the track. I want to play intro the track. I mean, it's uh, this flex with you. It's called uh, FWU. But it's that's fuck with you. But this is flex with you on some okay, Detroit shit. All right, so, all right, flex that, that, with you. That is our lingo. Yeah. Yeah. Flexing one time. <laughs> flex with you. Uh, yeah. So quick. this is flex with you. Featuring uh, off of uh, the last night EP. Yeah. Off the last yep. night EP available on Apple Music. Okay. Spotify. Apple Music, Spotify. All Tidal, platforms. Okay. All platforms. We YouTube. You. Everything. Everything. I just wanna flex with you. I've been trying to play it cool, but girl, I got a crush on you. Baby, why you wasting time? You know that I made plans for two. Come here and let me choose, girl, girl, I got a feel for you. So, girl, let me flex with you. Yeah. Detroit nigga with a Kelly swag. They thought I lost my sauce, nigga, bet it back. Just left up by the summer set with all new. Got the Cartier Buffalo horns, too. Christian and I've been grinding all my this time to go on Trips to Singapore, yeah Got a couple bags ready to blow them on you Just to let you know Girl, there ain't no telling where we be Why you wasting time? You know that I made plans for two. 
Christian and Dior. You been working overtime with no days off. Just a Singaporean. I should be the only one that's messing with you. Just to let you know, I could be the one that you need. Fly you out to Costa Rica, girl. Now we flexing on the beach. Slippers, baby, think she's Cinderella. Cinderella. Bad enough to be on house arrest, she need a tether. Real. All white buffies looking like some mozzarella. Matching sky dwellers, only time that we be dwelling on the past. Every flavor Chanel bag, fuck the tab. I cash and I'm getting it right back, that's a fact. Like, baby, I know you've been to West Bloomfield, but you ever seen a house in Hidden Hills next to Calabasas? Never going out ass backwards, unless I'm bending you over, hitting that ass backwards. I need a queen in this California King mattress. I show you how to stack it and make that shit. Yes, yes, yes. So that was my guy, the myth, the legend himself, TJ Upshaw. Flex with you, aka fucks with you, aka all that other gang shit. I loved it, man. That shit was dope as hell. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Yeah, man. So that is it for us here over at Foodie and the Beast the Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh TJ, drop your handles on, on all social media so people can get in touch with you. Uh at I am Upshaw on everything at I am U P S H A W on everything Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything. Okay, great, great, great. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh and we'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.